We call this precious silver box a snuff box. You kept snuff in it. Snuff boxes are small and have a hinged lid. The lid had to fit properly so that the powder wouldn't fall out, and also so that it retained its aroma. You would take a pinch of snuff out of the box and place it on your hand. Spread out the fingers of your left hand, but then bend your thumb slightly. This creates a triangular deepening under the tendon of your thumb, and that's where you place the snuff before sniffing it up the nostril. Hence the medical name of that spot on your hand, the anatomical snuff box. Taking snuff came into fashion in the 17th century, but only really caught on in the 18th century. The use of silver for the box tells us that tobacco was an expensive product. As is the case with most luxury products, tobacco was first introduced at court. Later on, snuff-taking became popular among all strata of society, and among both men and women. Until the arrival of the cigarette, it was usual for men and women of all classes to carry a snuff-box. Snuff-boxes were collector's items or expensive gifts. Luxury versions were embellished with gold, enamel, and precious stones, or with the portraits of the user, like this one here. How did snuff-taking work? It developed into an elaborate practice with its own codes of etiquette. At festivities at the court, a secret language was even attached to snuff-taking. Charles Alexander of Lorraine, governor of the region in the 18th century, had scores of snuff-boxes. He recorded the secret language in his diary. If you'd like to find out about the messages you can convey with a snuff-box, take a look at the postcards in the gallery.